baby mama, baby mama, baby. If you're pretty and you're baby mama, turn up. If you're pretty and you're sexy, let me see you turn up. You the mothers of the world, I call it mix universe. Celebrate who you are, celebrate what you got, baby mama. Hi, hi, welcome to Everything Motherhood. For those who are new, welcome to the podcast or the channel if you're watching on YouTube. For those who've been with us, welcome back and thank you for the support. We truly appreciate it. Uh, Last week, we spoke to a young mother who was letting us know about the challenges she faced from becoming a teenage mother straight from S6. Uh, at the end of high school and what she went through to where she was uh, today and it was very engaging and a very emotional conversation this week we have with us estella kabagaya who's better known as Mama Children from Mama Children's Village. She loves children. She'll tell us more about that. She's a farmer and she's an events planner. And she has her business based in one day gear market. That's something that I think we should touch on. Uh, Welcome to Everything Motherhood. Thank you so much, Frida, for inviting me. This is Estella Kabagaya, like you said, from Mama Children's Village, something I founded in 2012, but started operational five years ago. It's not been an easy journey being a mother, first and foremost. I've been a mother from the age of 27. I had my child just three weeks to my birthday, which is so amazing. And um, I've been a mother for 13, coming to 13 years. I've mothered other children. That's how I get my name, Mama Children. And it's been an amazing journey walking as a mother and walking with other mothers. Mama Children looks at supporting other mothers through that journey. It's not an easy journey being a mother. It doesn't come natural. It's not something that is obvious, as we may think, that it's all about giving birth. It's not all about giving birth. Being a mother takes more than just giving birth. That's why we have mothers who haven't given birth. That is very true. Yes. I became a mama children before I had my own. And I loved them and nurtured them and talked to them and played with them. And they always looked up to me. And not because the mothers were not good mothers, but because there is something that does, just doesn't come natural. There's something maybe they missed as children as well, mm-hmm. but I could cover up. And uh, basically my work as mama children is covering up for you, the mother. So what specifically is it that you do as mama children? Mama children, um, we talk, we dream, we sleep, we eat children. We don't eat, eat children, children as well. <laughs> but all the life, all my life, I rotate my pup. Actually, that's my purpose in life, children. I support families. I support mothers in nurturing children from the early childhood. Early childhood, that is, we have um, a daycare in one daycare market. Wow. We support uh, the mothers, especially 
I don't want to use that word, the, the mothers who cannot afford the high-end services, but mm. they need the service, they need the support. As they do their day-to-day work, they need the support to someone to take care of their children. Children are not welcome at places of work. So I do the support. I take care of the children. They can look for the money because women need money. That's one of our major service we offer. The other one, I, like I said, we, from early childhood to 18, I'll go to the other extreme end, the 18, the teenagers, the dangerous crew, the transformational age. We work with most parents through the journey of the teenagers. We've been teenagers, but how to manage them is quite a different thing. And as times have changed, them days you would go to your grandmother, you would go to your aunties, you would go to your uncles, that does not exist now. That doesn't stop children from growing. It doesn't stop children from being nurtured. Mm -hmm. That's where I come in. I support the mother, especially the mothers, because they say it's the mother's problem. That's her fault. That's her duty. Because naturally, as mothers, we are the nurturers of the next generation. We are the mothers. We are the the ones supposed to bring up children to be better. So I support the mothers through that transformational age group. I work with the children. I mentor them. We do that. We talk. We talk in details. Just like you got a chance to be Mm -hmm. talked to when uh, you were a teenager, and that's why you're now a very good woman. (laughs) Then uh, Mama Children is an entrepreneur in general. We do events management. Mm. I love having children at events. Most people don't want because they misbehave. They do what? So I tame the children. Anyway, they have to learn from you. They have to learn when you invite them. They have yeah. to learn what happens at a funeral, what happens at a wedding, what happens everywhere, if you invite them. My view is invite them. Invite mama children. You will never be inconvenienced with the children. <laughs> mama children is a farmer. Yes. I love gardening. Like I think I should go back to the village. I love gardening. Both small backyard gardening. I love my flowers nicely done. I love my vegetables fresh from the garden. I enjoy chopping my matoke. I enjoy going and harvesting my maize. I do love feeding my family. Mm. And that I want to do it myself. So that's where Mama Children becomes a farmer. There is something good about me. I do talks. I talk the way I talk now. That Mm. is what I want to teach other kids to do. Mm. Public if speaking. Public speaking. If I was like this, I was told I can yap, I can talk, I can make noise in my good old days. You wouldn't <laughs> have managed me, motherhood, because I would be way beyond. But then I've missed opportunities. Yes. I've missed opportunities in not realizing mm. who I was and my mm. abilities. So I would love to nurture the talent in the mm. children, identify the talent nurture it Mm. that is basically what a mother does so if you can't do it then i can do it for you wow that's amazing now you know right now we're going through this difficult covid period oh yeah you know and it must be extra tough not only on mothers but also on businesses so how has has your business been affected uh by covid it has been greatly been affected. One, I deal with, uh, from this other side of early childhood, I deal with the most delicate kids. Mm. 
the babies. So we are closed until further notice. There has never been mother notice. Then on the other end, uh, this other middle end of events, we are not having events. So we are not organizing anything. So that business is also closed. On the other side, we have mentorship programs. That one I can do at a small extent because I don't, I have to minimize numbers. I have to prove to people that yes, I can. I'll at least come at your home. I'll talk to, you, to your daughter from your home. I'll do this. But all in all, it has been affected to the greatest extent. And I know definitely now, like when I pass through my Wandegar market, mm -hmm. I look at my mothers, the ones I've been uh, supporting, taking care of the children. I try to call them. I went back to the village. I couldn't come back. I couldn't sustain the business. And these are people who earn day to day. Mm. You know, women in markets earn day to day. It's a hand to mouth, hand to mouth. So you keep away for one day. You keep away for two days. You lose a lot. They lost all their merchandise. So they are back to villages. So even as we open back, businesses is booming, everything. They lost their capital. They lost everything. I have equally lost. But I have a hope that from one program, I can survive and come back but then to my customers my poor mothers i don't know how they will survive and mm -hmm. um it's hard on them it's hard on them really yeah. what about yourself as a mother how are you dealing with this period i your kids i'm sure are also not going to school yes so. sir this period me it has done me great i would say it's one of the best moments um my older daughter who is going to make 13 at least we had now enough time the other time mm -hmm. it would be rush hour we are going mm -hmm. to school get your ba get everything done do homework but this nine months so six or so we have bonded she's a preteen mm -hmm. my eyes have to keep wider I have mm. to talk. If I don't talk now, then I'm losing it. So we've bonded very well with mm. my preteen mm. child. Then I have one who is below two years. That one has got the best mother out of me. We've played. We've read. We've, we've done all the crazy stuff. We've mm. become dirty. We've become clean. Basically, it has brought the child in me back. But... Mm. I realized that I've learned a lot from my children, the things mm -hmm. I didn't know, the things we take for granted. I, after all, they are just children, and I'm just the mother anyway. Yes. But I've learned to talk. I've learned how to be with them. You know, when you don't stay with them for long, you're like, life is normal. You're running to work. You're running mm -hmm. to do your errands. You're running mm -hmm. to do this. And secondly, it has given uh, me an opportunity to balance my family better. Because um, now I can, when we get back to work, I can allocate each bit itself. But now I have given my time. I've actually, COVID, thank you. It has given me so a refreshment. More, more yeah, I've got a free vacation and... in my own home. It has given me all the refreshment. I've exercised well. I've eaten well. I've taken good care of myself. Actually, I've even lost weight. Five oh, kilos. Wow. Yes. Wow. So, courtesy of COVID. So there is something good in every bad situation. At yeah. least I've, I've given myself time. Now I'm it's the good. real <laughs> mama children. <laughs> it's good to stay positive. Let's go back to the very beginning, your first experience of motherhood. 
uh, you said you were taking care of children before yes. you became a mother. Before I became a mother. So how was that transition from taking care of someone else's child to taking care of your child? You know how we think we know it all until we have our own. It's uh, quite very different having your own. Because first and foremost, the other ones, I found them on this planet. Yes. Or they found me on the planet. They came from someone's womb, from wherever. We yeah. met here. The hustle their mothers went through, I didn't know. Until I had my own. I had my own child. It was a mixed feelings. I had to say, okay, what happens? Where happens? Am I going to survive? People lose, lose babies, lose pregnancies. Am I going to lose it? Where, whom, who can support me? What do I do? What do I eat? on? Why shouldn't I eat? There is a lot that went through my mind. One, of course, I was at least old enough, uh, 26, going to 27. So I knew basically I can count on myself. Mm. One, because I'm old enough. When you're old enough, your parents will definitely tell you. It's up to mm. you, not like when you're a teenager. So I was like, okay, whether the man says whatever he says, that is up to me. But then the f real experience, I was a size eight. <laughs> which size I never wanted to lose but I kept on bulging and expanding and expanding the first trimester is I would say is the worst yeah. no one had a solution apart from people frowning and looking at me I had work nobody basically I think nobody understood me at work they Were never you they at that time? I was employed in a bank no one mm. reduced my workload no one sympathized with me. No one even bought me free food because my appetite <laughs> is increasing and <laughs> no one is putting that into consideration. But I had to walk a journey which I think is a unique journey. I would look at the kids around and start imagining, is that what their parents went through? When you ask them, they're like, me, no, 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 me, I didn't throw up, me, I didn't do mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, okay, so is it my fault? When you do some Google, it gives you some different uh, bazungu things. So, mm -hmm. which you're like, okay, they say you have this diet, you eat mm -hmm. biscuits, you eat this. Those biscuits we don't have. Yes. For us, we have cassava and yams and you know, beans. <laughs> yes. They try to help. I stuck to a particular diet of strictly boiled food. Mm. But everything was, I was doing it for my, my mm. baby. Mm. My baby has to survive. I have mm. to feed because of my baby. Mm. I have to do this because of my baby. Mm. Because that is what it's all about, the mm. baby. Mm. Whatever I was thinking of was for the good of my baby. So what job were you doing in the bank? I remember you giving me a story about ah. uh, how tough it was. And it was, uh, let me let you tell that story. <laughs> At the bank, I was a bulk tailor. Bulk tailor. Bulk, as it comes. All the, whoever has millions in coins will come to the bulk. Whoever has uh, dirtiest money in lump sums comes to the bulk. So that in short, I was first and foremost exposed to, I think, the worst hazard. Counting five million in Lukumi, Lukumi, very old, the, and there was no precaution or something. Mm. But I had to do my work. Like I said, nobody sympathizes or asks mm. for your opinion. Can you manage? Should mm. we help? Or something like that. I did my work for eight months. Carried my coins held my back, 
you know, God stressed, there is nothing stressing like counting money. The risk of losing it, the risk of miscounting. Mothers are so forgetful. At yes. that time, maybe as you're counting the money, you're thinking about that baby kicks. Then you first massage and think about the baby. As yeah. then you're like, Pregnancy where did I stop? Too. Maybe I stopped at 30. <laughs> you know, you're yes. going to make so many mistakes. And yet I could perform better elsewhere. Until mm. some, a mother came into the bank and said, isn't there anywhere else you can place this woman? She's breaking down. And she's going to cause more problems, first for her health and that of the baby, of course. They are, say, her health, but they're considering the baby. Mm. So I was moved to the next station. But then, of course, after the next station, I was due to deliver. I traveled. I thought it's natural. You just go to the hospital and deliver. It's just obvious. Of course, I had a cesarean after 20 hours of labor. 20 induced. Hours. Yes. Induced. Ooh. Yeah, I thought it's when they induce things become mm. easier. We mothers go through a lot, a lot, a lot. And when I look at that kind of inducing, I took my all the tea leaves that was available and the hot water, the inducing, the walking. I'm good at walking. I walked and walked and walked. And the doctor would say, nothing has changed. Wow. Yes. The pain when they induce you is the mother of all pain. I've gone yes, through pains in this world, but the inducing the mother of pain. But nevertheless, I give birth. C-section. I had my scar, but I had to count it very fast. Three months, and I'm back at work. That How one, you that? don't negotiate. How was it going back to work after three months? I thought of not going back at first. Could I stay? Do I have? Can they extend? Maybe I forego some months or I forego some salaries. I'll come back. But then you think of a mother. She has to earn. So yes. you're trying to say, should I take care of myself or should I earn? The world is economical. You have to chase money. So I had to go back. I was working up country. Conditions up country are not as good as in urban, mm. in Kampala and what. Mm. I had to go. You look for support. That is, you look for house help to, to take care of the baby as you go to work. As you're balancing the work, the whole brain, you left it home. Yes. Basically, the whole body, your whole soul, you left it at home. But you have to work. Back to working in money. Where mm. any mistake really you can even end up in prison because mm. of just a mere mistake. I was mentally disturbed. I was not prepared to leave my small baby home. But I have to. I had to. And that is what women go through every day. So they have to leave those small, tiny mm. creatures in the hands of a stranger or something and go back to work. So you had your family set up in Kampala and then you and the baby had to move up country, right? I was working up country. So everything, so the whole family was no, up no, country. No, 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 no. My fiance was working in the in town because by that time he was not my husband. Mm. He was working in Kampala and I was working for, for, in Fort Porto. So I came to, Fort, to Kampala to give birth. Yes. Then I went back. Oh, wow. Me and the baby. So you didn't have a support structure in, uh, in no. Fort Porto? No, 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 no. I had to make that structure myself. You know, and, uh, you know, whereas I come from Fort Potro, mm. I grew up in Kampala. 
but um, and my mother is a Mgana. So things differ. Mm. Things differ from one tribe to another. How mm. they manage things, mm. y- how they handle babies, things differ. Mm. So you bring your coat in between a funny bridge of what do I take, where do I take it, how do I apply it, who is going to help me support applying. Because now mm. when you do, for example, Chogiro, it's in Kampala, it's a Kampala mm. thing, it's a Buganda thing, basically. Mm. Then mm. you go to Toro, they do, the maid has never heard of that thing. And mm. you've got her there. Mm. And now you're telling her, why am I away? You boil that thing and soak, the, and you know, steam the mm. baby. You'll find the baby boiled practically. Oh so <laughs> so oh you have God. to do the AOB. You have to do a lot of things. Mm. And being a first-time mother, real mother, things were not as obvious as I had taken them. Mm. Like I said, the other time I was finding kids who were already mm. born, mm. and we walked the journey. This time it was my own. So the feeling was different, the experience, actually the experience was totally not what people were talking about. I had a different feeling. And I would tell them, but you did tell me that. They said, yes, because it is you. Things differ from one person. Yeah. I've seen one neighbor of mine who once just walked into the hospital, gave birth and came back here like in two hours. So I also expected to be a commando mm-hmm. of some sort, mm-hmm. walk into the hospital, come back. But mm-hmm. that, those are the th- challenges we go through as mothers yeah no yes. i remember when you're talking about your neighbor i remember i was also in labor with my first child for yeah i think it was over 20 hours because i came in on sunday uh morning and this was like monday afternoon and this lady just came in uh into the bathing unit next to mine and she literally sh- i saw her walking because my door was open mm-hmm. she was like you know, like like the child is coming. Oh, yeah. Literally, less than five minutes, I had a baby crying. I was so upset. That's, was, the, that's the woman they talk about so in the Bible. Up, you know, I was so <laughs> upset because here I was, my second day, you know, and uh, they are trying to check if I can be induced or not. And this lady literally walks to her bed and gives birth in less than five she minutes. She doesn't waste time. <laughs> So when did you move into uh, into entrepreneurship? Was it because of the motherhood challenge? Eighty percent, I would say yes, because um. Like you said, we, we women are loaded. When you're yes. mother, you're loaded. We have mother. We are mothers of some big firstborns <laughs> as yes. well. So when you have to consider the firstborn and this real child you have, then you have to balance. Is the ha- firstborn well, the husband? The husband. Okay. They're literally <laughs> other babies. First baby. First babies. Born of another mother. Yes. yes. And um, I had to think hard. I first thought about pursuing mm. upgrading my education so my husband moved out of the country to the neighbor's country and i followed and uh, you know he also wanted to bond with a child so we moved and followed after some time but uh, that's where the entrepreneurship came in mm. when i was in my neighbor's country it wasn't mm. so sweet for me mm. 
first and foremost, I didn't have support as a mother. I had mm. to make sure I take care of my child. I do. The, I mm. upgrade myself to a certain kind of standard, though I didn't achieve it as well. <laughs> Mm. Being in a foreign country, that's when I learned that even my neighbors speak languages. They don't want us to understand. You go to a mm. class and they speak a different thing. But I had to decide where else, what else can I do? When I was in my neighbor's country in Tanzania, I had issues with the language. That's yeah. what it is. Yes. Hard. Yes. And so we would go out like, you know, any young mm. people you want to network. Now, the people I was networking were coming, I think, from mm. another world. Germans, Spanish and what. So I realized I had nothing in common with them. Mm. The women. I mean, they were yeah. speaking of things. I, I, me, I know only Kampala. They're mm. speaking of when you went to. So I would engage the children. I would take care of the children. Because all of us um, were mothers. So I would decide when we meet, mm. I play with the kids. You people, you converse. Uh-huh. <laughs> you enjoy. Uh-huh. Me, I play with the kids. So it became a norm. Every time we are meeting, the inam coming, and I come, and I tell stories, including Spanish stories. And, yeah, I was like, when maybe you do I'm this bit you say Spanish quotes stories. Because what language was what <laughs> language What's exactly because I would speaking? have to make sure the Spanish kid understands me. <laughs> So I would animate, language. I yes. would animate, I would yes. become a cartoon of sorts. Yes. So that's when uh, first and foremost, I thought of my children. Mm. Whereas the name had come way back because mm. of me collecting so mm. many kids. This time I was like, I think I'm better off being mm. with the kids. Mm. So after some good two and a half years, I came back to Kampala and I had no job because I had left my prior mm. job. So after some good time, collecting kids, making, realizing that actually they understand mm. me better. And it takes me time to understand an adult. Oh, I don't want to force them to understand mm. me. So yeah. that's when I give birth to Mama Chudrin. Mm. And it's, it is entirely relate. Everything relates to children. So that's mm. when I become an entrepreneur. When I registered my business, it did just start... As mm. expected as well, like mm. how you give birth to a kid, uh, you attain some age and it automatically becomes obvious. And then we started walking a journey. Where do I start? What do I start with? The easiest thing for me is to engage mm. children mm. wherever they are, even in your own village. I'll engage them and you'll wonder if I come from that mountain. But so I started... How do you know that I come from a mountain? That side of yours, the <laughs> mountains. <laughs> Anyway, so <laughs> I realized that me and children, we are inseparable. Mm. But then uh, mothers would be like, okay, you go to the other one. I think she's more comfortable. You know how mothers don't want to be inconvenienced these yes. days. So I yes. said, okay, if it's their problem, mm. I have the solution. Mm. So how do you help uh, mothers, like, for example, myself in my current, mm. uh, in my current condition, in my current situation, how would you be of help to someone like me? Someone like you. Have they seen your structure? <laughs> People who are expecting are the most outside. They are the f- most fragile human beings. You know, they are equally babies. Women need to be pampered. Ne- women need to be talked to. Women need to be listened to. If you, if no one listens to all the mess you go through, all mm. the pain, how you had a sleepless night, how you mm. do it, you will never get a solution. The best way to get a solution for someone is to listen to them. Mm. 
I sit and listen. I have a good listening skill. And I'm so patient. Since I listen to kids, I can listen to mothers. So how I support these mothers, I listen to you, what you're going through. And I share with you. And I talk to you. And I offer even to walk mm. a journey with you. Some women just need a talk. They just yeah. need someone to count on. They just need someone to share the pain. They just need someone to understand them. Then I counsel those. There are those who have lost previous pregnancies, got previous issues with um, either it could be there have been mm. relationships and it's now haunting and it's mm. coming back when they're expecting. Mm. So I sit and counsel them. I talk to them. They are those who have unwanted pregnancies. Mm. Not because they were raped, but because mm. the person denied the pregnancy. Mm. So I have to, they need someone to count on. They need a mm. back to lean on. So I give you that support. Mm. You're not going through that state, but I will give you the support. Talk to you, encourage you, be there for you when you need me most. If you needed your mother, that is what we usually do. You need your mother there. Mm. Then I'm there. But then the you years, at least the second time mother, mm. if you are first time mother, some of you don't absolutely know what, yes. what goes on. It's not a crime. We think it's natural when you're a woman, you have to be a mother. No. I will come. Mm. And actually, I will offer. I will come. We talk through the journey. Then I tell you about child caring. Mm. It's not easy that uh, when you give her, you just give the breast, the milk comes. No, 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 no. It is a different story. So we walk that journey together. I tell you, I teach you about parenting, what you should expect, how it's going to change your life. But then secondly, because I've been there, I encourage you that, yes, you can. So where can we find you? Like, I, I can't even believe that I managed to find you, you know? So how can the other people, the listeners, our viewers on YouTube, where can they find you? You tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. <laughs> <laughs> we are now in a digital age. <laughs> we are now in the addicted end. Mama Children's Village on Facebook. That is for the dot-com people. Yes. Twitter. I've been on Twitter, but I'm lazy with that. But physically, you find me in Wandegia Market. Whereas we've been closed for the previous months, mm. we are opening soon. Not okay. with the children, mm. But for those who need the support and to okay. run a, any other activities that we have. So we are found on Wandegea Market. Everyone, uh, no, not everyone knows Wandegea. Wandegea is at the heart of uh, Makere, basically Makere's supermarket on the third mm. floor. Yes. Government offered a daycare there. Mm. I run that daycare. Ah. So when, ah. you, when you're looking for mama children, because when you go to Facebook, you'll find both mm. numbers. So mm. you can call me, you can WhatsApp me, and I'll look for you wherever you are. It's been an absolute pleasure to host you. I feel like we've not even touched the surface of, uh, of the conversation that we had planned. So definitely... I'm going to have you back. I hope you accept the invitation. As long as everything is about motherhood, <laughs> I'll be back. So do you have any last thoughts, words, uh, something that you'd like to communicate? I would love to tell mothers out there, those to be, th those planning mm. to be mothers next mm. year, those that have been mothers but have failed somewhere, think they've failed. Yes, you can make it. It's, um, it's just unfortunate that the, the, the information is not very readily available. But mm. if you look out for the people, 
if you look out for support, physical support, I would not say Google support, physical mm-hmm. support with the local content, we can support you. If you come to everything is motherhood, they will lead you to mama children and you'll be sorted. Everyone will have a solution. Amazing. We are definitely planning to collaborate on other projects beyond this. I'll be very readily available. If it has mothers and children in it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, we are everything motherhood. So everything has to do with motherhood. It's been an absolute pleasure once again to host you, Estella. Thank you so much, Mama Children. And we shall have you again sooner, sooner than soon, to talk about other aspects, especially when it comes to the help that you provide with uh, parenting and Mm -hmm. child upbringing. But for now, for everybody who's stayed through to the very end of this podcast, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And to all the mothers out there, just remember, Mm. you're a great mother. Thank you.